0: Hey fam, hello, hello, hello Family, it's been a minute, okay But nevertheless, is back, okay We stepping into 2024 differently, okay The Lord was like, your break was cute Now let's get back to getting these souls, okay <laughs> So, family, I just want to talk to you about What the Lord has been putting on my heart because although Jesus has not been posted, the Lord still has been talking to me. Okay? And what God wants for 2024 is for you not to allow your sins to get in the way of you and him and your relationship. He wants you to come closer than ever to him in this new year that we are all walking into. Okay? So... I'm gonna start by talking about the man and the woman in the garden and how they stand, right? And we know that Eve, when she stole the fruits of the tree, it looked good to her. She wanted to she wanted to eat of its fruits. She wanted to to she wanted the wisdom that the serpent said it would give her. She wanted it, right? So it all came back to what she ultimately wanted. The temptation was about what she wanted, okay? Over what God has said. And what God wants you to know is. That no temptation can overtake you. He can lead you out of temptation. He can deliver you from the temptation. But you got to bring that temptation to him. We are all tempted to sin daily. Okay. Daily. And even when we fall short. God wants you to know that his grace is enough. His grace is sufficient for you, that his power can work best in your weakness. God wants you to understand that he is rich in mercy and unfailing love. It's about coming to him and having your sins and your guilt and your shame washed away. Do you understand that Jesus is our sacrifice for once and for all? Now, I guess this is not telling you to go out there. I'm not promoting sin. That's not what I'm saying to you at all. But I'm saying don't let your sin get in the way of your relationship with God. God wants a relationship with you and he understands just how much of a sinner you are because he sent his son down to shed blood while we were enemies of him. He sent his son to shed blood so we can be saved through that blood, the blood of Jesus. So what I want you to understand is God's grace is sufficient. He is not surprised. Listen, God wants to get so intimate with you. It's so deep with you. it was a um it was a short I had saw of Billy Graham. And he was talking about how the closer you get to God, the more sinful you realize that you are. And if that ain't nothing but the truth, y'all, like for real, for real. If I was sitting here and tried to act like I was just the most perfect person on on. This earth, on this planet, on, on this, this streaming network, I'll be lying to you. Because your this is a sinner, I fall short, okay? I fall seven times, but I keep getting back up by the grace God has given me. It's not anything that's in me. It's about the grace God has given me. When I wake up every morning, I'm like, Dad Lord, you still giving me more mercy? You still going to give me more mercy after you see who I am? After you see how how I how I I I tend to stray away from you, you still are giving me new mercy every day. It, it makes me praise him because I'm just like, How are you this good? How are you this faithful? How are you this loving? How are you just so rich in splendor? And glory, how Lord you! I want to know you. It makes me want to understand Him deeper. Because as my sins are revealed to me, it makes me want to understand God even deeper. Because I know that when you sin, right, you an enemy of God. But it's like, how are you still good to your enemies? Who it makes you it makes you look at your enemies different. You know how the Word of God says, "Love your enemies." Pray for those that persecute you, like and we be sitting there like, what you mean love our enemies? But when God starts shedding His love on you, and you you realize when He shine that light on you, how sinful you are, you have no choice but to love your enemies. You have no choice but to pray for those that are persecuting you. You have no choice because you're like God. I'm only doing what I see my Father do. Oh, it's not just like Jesus. I'm only doing what i see my father do i only speak in what i hear my father speak child Mm. can i can i give you an example um maybe like a couple weeks ago somebody had made me mad we won't leave it at that somebody had made me mad and as I was mad, the Holy Spirit was convicting me about being mad. Because <laughs> you already know, if you, if you had an anger in your heart, you were a murderer. Okay? You, if you anger, angry, you were a murderer. Okay? That's, that's how Jesus looks at it. So I'm sitting here, and I'm trying, to be, I'm trying to justify myself to the just God. And I couldn't win that fight. My arms was too short to box with them. I couldn't win. Okay? It, was, it wasn't working. It wasn't working. And I had to come to the realization of I'm no better than this person. Yeah, I could I could I could try to make it sound like I'm justified and why I'm angry, but I know I do things to God that, that make him angry. I know that God forgives me. I know that God leaves the 99 to come look for me. I know that. So how can I sit there and really put on and really want to, I I felt stupid, y'all. Can I be real? I felt dumb. I felt dumb if the Holy Spirit was convicting me because the scripture truly came to life when it was like, forgive, forgive others. As as you want your sins forgiven, you got to forgive. You got to keep on 70 times seven. You got to keep on forgiving. I had I understood it so deeper than I've ever understood it. Cause you know, we say it like, yeah, we got to forgive. We got to forgive. But when that scripture hits your heart, I'm telling you something different. When you when you sitting in the midst of a person making you mad and you still have to choose to forgive that person in that moment because you want God to forgive you in the moment that you sin, that you fall short. You want God to forgive you. So now you got to go forgive others. Mm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Listen, I'm telling you. So we're talking about how our eyes are being opened to our sins because God is opening our eyes to just how sinful we are. Just how sinful we are. Right now, I'm sitting in a room for I was washing all my clothes which you know you're supposed to break in the New Year with all your clothes. I'm sitting here with all my clothes on the floor and your sins not trying to fold them. Sin. Because it's a sin to know to do something and not do it. It's a sin. Sin, okay? It's a sin. These clothes need to get put up. That's the right thing to do. Is it going to happen today? I pray God shows his mercy and grace on me that it does happen, okay? <laughs> he got to strengthen me. His power works best than my weakness, okay? Pray for Jesus. Pray for me. This is as we speak. Pray for me, okay? But it's so many other things that God has been revealing to me and to my heart and and how I've been wrong. And how I wronged others. He he showed me how blind I was to my own pride. To my own pride. I got to see how my pride is an enemy to me. Like, yo, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I had a lot of time just to sit here by myself. And and even in certain circumstances, God began to show me myself. Through his eyes, as I asked God to allow me to see him from his eyes, I, I asked him that and I began to see myself and I'm like, oh, this ain't it. This, this ain't it. because It's a terrible thing not to realize how prideful you really are. And I had to realize how prideful I really was. It, it ain't good, but God is good because he showed me just how his love covered my sins. How how his love was able to forgive my sins, child. He loved me even deeper. And there's a couple of things that He I was writing down in this time that I'm about to share with you. Okay, let's go there now because I feel like the Lord is like, yeah, go there now, girl. What you talking about? mean? G- G- Wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, hold on, I find it because it's in my notes. Hold on, you guys. Is... Okay, so first one I'm gonna read. I wrote this down because you know the notes give you the date when you write it on your phone. I wrote this down when. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I'm 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 all over the place. This these notes is from December 7th. And it says, Sin starts in the human heart first. It comes from the unholy, ungodly desires from within a person. The human heart is the most deceitful. Meaning, you could think you have the best motive and you are doing good. But really it's the wicked, it's wickedness to God. You have to ask God to create in you a clean heart and renew in you a loyal spirit. You need God to point out the sin sin within you, excuse me, and ask him to wash you, clean and purify you. You cannot be, hold on, you cannot be bound from sin. Uh, my, my bad, my bad, because I, I spelled something wrong. You cannot be unbound. I put inbound in my notes. Probably was autocorrect. You cannot be unbound from sins without God's help. You cannot run from God, but run to him. For the moment you were conceived, you were a sinner and you need Jesus to wash you to be cleansed. When Cain was angry, the Lord gave him a warning about sin wanting to control him. He said, but if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the down at the door, eager to control you. But you must subdue it and be its master. We have been given all authority and all power to subdue sin. Do you know how powerful we are? Can I give you an example? I was thinking about the other day, like, how you can walk up on a squirrel and the squirrel just runs. Because it's that power, it's that authority that God has given us as humans. I thanked him. I was like, Lord, I thank you that the squirrels is afraid, child. I thank them. Because who want to be near a squirrel? But listen... Look how animals just flee from us because it's the authority and it's the dominion. It's just the power that God has given us, okay? We've been given all, all dominion, all authority. We have been given it all. And God wants you to understand that he wants you to use this authority. He wants you to use this power in a godly manner. He wants you to do things in order how he has has he how he has made it to be God does not want. To see you suffer. God does not want to see you hurting. God does not want you to see. Wants wants to see you in pain. God wants to see you as he has made you. As he has created you. He wants to see you doing. And living the life that he has created for you. But what you have to do is. You have to unlearn everything this world has taught you. And you have to begin to renew your mind. With the word of God. Not what men said. You know, it's good to go to church. It's great to go to church. I'm not coming up against nobody to go to church. I'm not telling you don't go to church. Go to church. Go to church. But it's not just about what pastor said. You take everything back to God. Because you know what? You'll start ending up living a life to make you, make you're making, trying to make people happy. And you're trying to please people. That you fall into people pleasing. And can I tell you, ain't nothing about serving God that's going to please the people, matter of fact God's going to tell you to do some things to go against some people okay God's going to tell you to wipe your feet from some from some situations. God is going to remove you out of things, and people are going to judge you okay? Can I talk about it? People are going to think you are crazy. people are going to be like God didn't tell you to do that that's why it's about. You and God in a secret place and being consecrated and listening for his voice because you have to unlearn what this world has taught you. There is doctrine of devils that will that will try to manipulate what the word of God says, and you have to go and you have to go and, and, and sit before the Lord and allow him to teach you what he meant. Allow him to remove the seeds out of you that have been placed in you it's a lot of of religious things and man- made traditions that God didn't create that man has created, just like the Pharisees that men has created that men have put in place of God It's time to go back to the Lord and it's time to really understand. Who he is and what he has said, and no longer allowing our sin to control us, but to subdue it and be his master. It's in 2024, we're not being people pleasers, we serving God, baby, and whatever that comes with is whatever it comes with, but we serving God. We start we are serving the Lord of heaven's host, okay. We are serving the king of kings and the Lord of lords, and whoever ain't with it going to get lost. Whoever ain't with it, they just ain't with it, and it's not your job to make them get on board with it. It's not their job. It's not your job. You do what God called you to do, okay? You can't worry about what people going to think about you. Because let me tell you something. If you worry about what people going to think about you, you ain't never going to get a job well done, child. you never going to get a well done because you cannot worry about people. People are evolving. People are constantly changing. People are prideful. People, people, okay? People be people. peopleing. Y'all know they do. It's about your relationship with God. It's about you walking with him. And not allowing your sin to get in the way. Let's go to Genesis chapter 3. Verse oh, 6. Now, they was in the garden. It ain't nothing closer to God than than dwelling with him in the garden, child. Dwelling with him. And we've talked about this before. How God is bringing us back. We are going back to Genesis chapter when We are going back. We're having that let there be moment. And there was. Okay? And we got to go to Genesis chapter 3, verse 6. Because God wants you to understand that. He knows that you now understand good and evil. But the understanding that you have of good and evil has been perverted by the enemy. He has been confusing the flock on what is good and what is evil. He has been taking God's good laws and perverting them to fit his demonic agenda. That's exactly what he did in the garden. He used the word of God. And perverted it. And that's what he's doing today. That's his tactic. To pervert the good word. To bring sin upon the people. So people can be enslaved to sin. Mm. This is straight Holy Spirit, child. I'm telling you. Mm-mm. It says the woman was conceived, I said conceived, the woman was convinced she saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it too. At that moment, their eyes were opened and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So they the fig leaves together to cover themselves. In 2024, we're not covering ourselves no more with some fig leaves, okay? We're not going to be doing all that. We ain't getting poison ivy because, you know, it only makes it worse when you try to cover your sins. We ain't doing that. But we're going to come boldly before God. We're not going to hide. We're not going to shrink back. When we hear his voice, we're not going to harden our hearts. We're going to listen to what he has to say to us in 2024. It said, when the cool evening breeze were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they heard God walking about and they hid from him, their creator. How many of us is guilty of hiding from our creator? From our creator, child. How can we be, how can, how can we do anything without our creator? How can we be the lump of clay on a potter's wheel trying to hide from the potter? We can't never get molded into what the creator is trying to do, what the potter is trying to do. We can never be molded into it if we constantly are hiding from him. It's time to come out. It's time to come out and allow the Lord to shine a light on your sins, child. He already knows there's there; that they're there. The only one in the dark about it is you because God knows it's there. Okay, so say, Lord, shine a light on me. Oh, child, let me tell you something. When he shine that light. Now, let me prepare you. When he shine that light on you, it's going to be like that moment after you was just sleeping. Right? I like to sleep with an eye mask on. So when I lift my eye mask up at first and that light hit me, oh, my eyes got to have a minute to adjust. I need a moment to adjust, child. I be needing a moment. <laughs> okay? When you flip that light on, when you're in a dark room, you got to adjust for it. You got to adjust to it. But trust God regardless, okay? Trust God regardless. And allow him to walk you through it. Allow him to walk you through the uncomfortable parts of it. Allow God to walk you through the parts that you feel shame. The parts that you feel guilt. The parts that you just feel like it's just you. The parts where you feel abandoned. Allow God to walk you through each and every part. He wants to walk with you through the good, through the bad, through the ugly child. He already knew where Adam was, but he wanted Adam to admit, to come to himself and be like, you know what? I'm hiding from you, Lord. He wanted Adam to confess his sins because he seemed that, that Adam felt shame. He was, he was there the first time Adam felt shame. He was already there. He just wanted Adam to come and speak it out of his mouth. It said, when the cool evening breezes were blowing and the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they hid from the Lord among the trees. Then the Lord called, the Lord God called to the man. Where are you? He replied, I heard you walking in the garden. So I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. God wants to walk you through the fear. Oh, Jesus. He wants to walk you through the fear. Who told you that you were naked? Who who told you whatever you're going through right now? Who told you that you weren't worthy enough to come before God? Who told you that God doesn't want to talk to you? Who told you that you can't pray to God? Who told you that? Who told you to be afraid? Who told you to hide? Who told you that? And as you see, you're going to realize it wasn't the Lord who said it. The Lord said it was good after he made Adam. And then when he made Eve, it was good. But you know, he breathed the breath of life into Adam. It just wasn't good for him to be alone. Right? But God didn't say it wasn't good for him to be butt naked. God didn't say that because babies are still coming out the womb butt naked. Okay? It's the, it's the purity. It was the purity. It was just the pureness of Adam and Eve in that moment until the enemy perverted the command of the Lord. They had a relationship with God. They had all the wisdom and knowledge and understanding that they needed in a relationship with God. Adam just went from naming animals. Eve was just created from a whole rib and brought to her man. They had everything they needed in the presence of God. It was nothing outside of the presence of God that they needed. They needed to be in the presence of God. But the enemy used God's good law to pervert what God meant. God only meant, listen, don't touch that tree. Don't don't do that. I already see what the enemy got planned. Don't touch it. If Adam would have came back to the Lord, when the enemy was asking Eve If she wanted to eat of the fruits. Right? If Adam would have came to the Lord did. The Lord would have told him. Remember I told you don't touch that tree. And he could have gotten the revelation from the Lord that he needed. But it's about leaning on our own understandings. It's about putting our will before the will of God. Mm. It says. The Lord, he said, who told you that you were naked? The Lord God asked, have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? The man replied, it was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit and I ate it. Then the Lord God asked the woman, what have you done? The serpent deceived me, she replied, that's why I ate it. But Eve needed to come to herself realizing that. It wasn't that just about the serpent deceiving her. Yes, he deceived because the Lord because uh, we all know that the enemy is a liar. We all know that. But it's the time to take accountability. And our and this 2024, this is the year of accountability. Okay. Yeah, that serpent out here deceiving. He out here lurking. Okay. He waiting to devour. But it's because he is using. Your your hidden motives. He's using your 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 sinful nature against you. He's using your own desires against you. It's him watching you and studying you and seeing what works, what sticks. Okay, if you if you know you love fried chicken, right? You know you love some chicken, and the enemy knows. That you love you some chicken. And every time you eat chicken, you overeat. You get in the gluttony. Guess what he's going to do? Now he's now he asking people. Now people asking you if you want to go to KFC and Popeye's or you want to come over and have a chicken fry. Because he know that's your weakness. If he can get you to fall in the gluttony, he's going to get you to fall in gluttony, child. But it's about coming to God and your weakness. And you admitting out your mouth that you need him. Lord, you know I love me some chicken. But I really don't want to be a glutton. It's about speaking to God. It's about declaring what God is saying back to you over yourself. It's not about identifying yourself by your sins. But taking on your true identity as a child of God. Mm, 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 mm. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Um, Let me see. See, it says, even in the word of God, it says that the serpent was the shrewdest. That means that he had, he, he, he watching, he got, he got quick judgment. He, he, he be lurking, but he's very aware. That's what the enemy does. He be lurking. He's very aware of your sins. He's very aware of your laziness. He's very aware of, of your impure thoughts. He's very aware of these things. And he's looking to devour you by your weaknesses. But what did God tell you in 2 Corinthians chapter 12? He said that his grace is all that you need. That his power, his power works best in your weakness. So what are you going to do? Are you going to fall into your weakness? Or are you going to allow the grace of God to step in? And you allow his power to work for you. And where's this power at that I'm talking about? I'm talking about the power of the word of God. I'm talking about coming to him. I'm talking about reading your work. 2024 has to be the year that you, that you set in your mind that you're going to give God a set amount of time every day. If it has to be four o'clock in the morning, if you have to make a sacrifice to God, that you're going to wake up at four o'clock in the morning in order to give him the time to be in front of his face. That's what you're going to have to do. Because we are stepping into a season where if you are not walking with the Lord, you will get devoured. Your flesh will devour you. If you are not walking with the Lord, you will get devoured by your flesh. Mm, 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 Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Mm, 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 mm. Now... Now, okay, I'm about to read you something. That this is what I had wrote one day when I was crying out to the Lord about my sins, about my shortcomings, about my failures. And um, I was writing me a psalm, y'all. So, listen, this is what I wrote to the Lord. And it says, the faithfulness of the Lord is unmatched. I have been so covered in my sins that I heard him calling me. But my sins were so heavy that I couldn't move. I just stayed in the dead place. Because I felt so unworthy. I knew the Lord could see my filth. And I didn't want to have to stand before him dirty. Mm. Once again. After he already washed me once. Oh Jesus. It's a part on the chosen. Where Mary backslides. And she goes back into her old ways. Right? And then she comes back to the Lord. And guess what? He had to send Peter and Matthew to go to get her. Right? And he had sent her. Back, they had brought her back. I mean, and when she got before him, she was just like, basically, like it's all over. Like i done lost my redemption. And you know what the what Jesus said to her? He was like, "Well, that's not quite. That's not a redemption if you lose it in a day. That's that's not really redemption. If if you can lose your redemption in a day, that that's that, that's not redemption, okay? But it's about understanding your sins and coming before God with them. Didn't and didn't, back in the Old Testament, didn't they build, bring their guilt offerings and their shame offerings and all the mother offerings? Didn't they bring, bring them things? You had to bring a sacrifice of a broken spirit and a contrite heart, be in total repentance and surrender to God. And it comes with God revealing to you your sins. I put it, I was the epitome of a washed pig that returns to the mud. But it was in the faithfulness, mercy, love, and grace of my father that he came back and got me. He washed me. He took his time removing the dirt and the filth from off of me. He reminded me of who I am in him. He restored my faith in who he said I am. Although sin may feel good, that pleasure is fleeting. You may experience temporary happiness, but you will go back to the hopelessness you once felt. You need Jesus because he is your hope. Come to him today. Allow me to pray for you. Abba. May you receive my praise. I exalt your name. May your name be kept holy. I pray for your child receiving this word. May she experience your presence. May she experience your peace. May she find hope in your presence. It is in your mighty and matchless name, I pray. It's in the name of Jesus I ask these things. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm, 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 child, that was it. That's, that's the prayer too for the, for the word today. That's the prayer. But like, I, I just remember being there and I told you God was revealing my sins to me, like for real. But he was also just showing me how he, his love covers a multitude, child. He was showing me how as far as the East is from the West, as far as he has removed my sins, he showed me how even in, I think it's, it's Zechariah chapter three, right? gesture with a cleansing for the high priest how he was before God he was before God dirty filthy in his sins right but the Lord looks past the sin and seen his son who Jesus and he showed me how he looks at me and how he looks at you he sees past your sins and all he can see is his child. That's why I even started the prayer with Abba, because he's my father, he's my source, child. And it's like we 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 don't we try to to put God on our level, right? <laughs> but his, his his faithfulness is unmatched. But I just think about how my kids can make me so mad, but there's nothing they can do. To separate themselves from me. There's nothing they can do. To make me turn my back on them. Because my love for them is so deep. And if I'm just a sinner. Saved by grace child. Saved by the blood of Jesus. How much more does God love us? How much more will God not turn his back on you? God ain't sending nobody to hell. It's our choice to go. What are you going to do today? God puts before you life and death. Which one are you picking? God know you a sinner. God knows you gonna fall short. God knows. God knows that how many times you're going to fall. He understands. He said in his word, the righteous man falls seven times, but he is kind of righteous because he keeps getting back up. It's because you keep getting back up. God has when he created you, he created you with just enough grace to get you through with just enough mercy for you to make it through. But when you turn your back on this precious gift or you will you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, he saves you from your sins today. It ain't just about when you die, not going to hell. But no, he wants to save you from your sins today. He sees sin crouching at the door. Eager to control you, but he wants you to subdue sin today and be its master. Mm, praise his name. So, family, I am going to let you go. I know you sister's been going for a minute, but we back, Lord willing, in the name of Jesus to. We just, we, 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 we just taking 2024 and we we, we taking about force. This is the year that we will subdue that sin that is crouching at the door, eager to control us. And we are becoming sin's master. And I don't care how many times you fall. You better get back up, sis. You better get back up and you better get this fair one. You better get your lick back with sin. You better get your lick back this year with sin, child. I don't care how many times sin knocked you down. You better get up and get your lick back, okay? You better get up and get it. Better get up and get it. I told you when I was younger, my mom and dad used to tell me, if I find out somebody hit you and you ain't do nothing, you better... I'm get, I was going to get it when I got home, and then we still got to go get that lick back, right? I ain't saying it was right, but listen, listen, it is what it is. It is what it is. But that's how you got to look at sin. <laughs> Lord, forgive me for getting them licks back, Jesus. But I ain't... No, listen, I ain't repenting for getting my lick back with the devil, though, because you better, you better... You better stop him out in 2024. He done kept you bound all this time. You better step on his neck as you receive this 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 revelation, this new manna from heaven this year, child. You better stop on that serpent's neck. Okay? Cause listen, we gotta finish that before I, before I uh end this. It says, um, Then the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all the animals, domestic and wild. And you will crawl on your belly, groveling in the dust as long as you live. And I will cause hostility between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. Listen, the enemy has to slither around like the snake he is for all eternity. He is cursed, okay? He is a cursed one." And he said he's putting the enemy under your feet this year. He said the enemy is getting under your feet because I have made a decree. I have made a declare in heaven today that he shall be under your feet from this time and the time on and the times to come. The enemy shall be under your feet because the Lord has spoken, child. He said, listen. We've been feeling the hostility that that he has said to the enemy. We have felt that hostility between the woman's offsprings and his offsprings. We've been we've been realizing that we are in a battle, that we are in a war. And he said that he will strike your head and you will strike his heel. The Lord is saying he is putting the head of the serpent under your feet this year. And you better crush that thing. You better crush that thing. He said, I've been letting him hit your heel. I've been letting him nick your heel. But he said, now it's time for you to crush his head. Ooh. We stepping into a season of head crushing over here, period. Period, okay. Mm, 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 mm. Mm, 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 mm. <sighs> so, I'm gonna let y'all go. Your sis is gonna be dropping banger after banger. So, stay tuned. I, I know y'all probably missed me. I missed y'all too. I was thinking about y'all. Y'all seeing I was still right on my nose, I was still talking to the Lord, but I just needed a time, right? Because, can I tell you something? First of all, the Lord is revealing my sins to me, okay? And I was just like, it ain't no way I'm going to, I'm going to talk to in front of nobody while <laughs> I'm realizing how jacked up I am, okay? I had to come to that, that understanding of myself that I am a jacked up person. And it's nothing but the power of God that works in my life, that I'm able to even speak his name, that I'm even able to say that he talks to me, that he even is walking with me. It's nothing that I did, but it's all of what Jesus has done for me, right? So it was that. And then I never want to get before the Lord. You know how in the word of God is—is that, um, that'd be like, but Lord, but we prophesied in your name and we cast the demons out in your name. And he's going to say, depart from me, you who breaks God's laws. I don't never want him to say that to me. I don't never want to put on for people. I don't never want to put on for people. And then I, all that time, I never even knew God. I don't want to say that. I don't want him to say that to me. So I had to make sure we was right. Okay. Okay, as my sins is being revealed, I'm like, well, is we good? Because like I'm I I I do much. I already told you. If it's anybody that the Lord makes go to sleep at night, it's me because I need that mercy for the next day. So he be like, You at your max of mercy today, Jade. It's time, chi- it's time to go to sleep, honey. It's time to go to sleep because your mercy is done for today. Okay. So And then I wake up with with new grace and new mercy. and He's just so good to me. But I just wanted to come on here and tell y'all that. But we back because the Lord was like, okay, you ready? You ready? You've been been refined. (laughs) And the refinement just keeps going and going. I keep going from glory to glory. And I praise God. I praise him for revealing my sins because it makes me love him deeper. Because I'm like, how you love somebody like me? How you saving somebody like me? Like, Lord, you sure? You you say you know me, but you sure you know me. Because if you knew me, listen, but he know me. He know me better than I know myself. But what I can say is, he shows me myself. Mm. And it's not always a good. It's not always good. It's not always good. Anybody that put on for you and act like it's always good, they lie Because ain't nobody good. Everybody, everybody need that mercy and that grace every day. Okay? Nobody is is perfect. Nobody. We're flawed. And we all need a savior. But God is bringing us back to to the state of the garden. He's bringing us back. And we are are about to just witness God in a new way. And in a... What's it? Unconventional? Is that a word? I think that's a word. Like I felt that in my spirit. We're about to see God in a new unconventional way, a way that no no man has ever seen, no eye has seen, no ear has heard. We're about to see the glory of God in a way that has never been seen in any generation. So I love you guys so, 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 so much. And let's not forget that most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.